All right, we are back here. It is the Talking Ball Podcast, episode 24 of season two. Man, we've done a lot of episodes. I, I was just thinking that the other day. I'm like, we've done like we've a lot be, of episodes. We've got to be what in the 70s, I think now. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we got to be. I think we were in the 40s before we switched to like a uh, second season. Yeah, with the turn right. of football. So yeah, we're, we're well because you that. know we originally started just doing audio, you know, for a while, and then we switched yep. to you know audio and video as well because that's really what everyone's doing these days. Yeah, we we had to. We 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 figured we had to. You know, it was time. Yeah. It was time. So glad we're doing it though. Yeah, Thanks more for no content doubt. and all that. Looks great. Of course, you guys can. Uh, we'll tell you, you can where you can find us at the end of the show, as we always do. But uh, yeah, man. So we got pretty much two main things going on. It, it you know what I noticed, and before we get into this, football's off season is so freaking long. It, it's like it, you know they end in. I mean, most teams end in December or early January, and then the playoffs end in early February, and then you don't get football until like you know actual preseason games. What like second week of August. Season starts second week of September. It's like it's like the longest. It's the most popular sport, but the longest off season. So they need time to cover their their modern day gladiators, what they like to call them. You know, yeah, so that's true. They, they need that rest time. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, not really a lot going on in football these days. But well, uh, you want to start with baseball, and then we'll go to the NBA finals. Yeah, let's jump to it. Short, short baseball recap. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's start with the Mariners, as we always do, man. Um, let's talk about Julio Rodriguez. Seems like he's starting to. Warm up a bit. You know, I know a lot of people were concerned about his slow start, especially in the month of April, uh, a little bit, a little bit of May, but uh, he, he's warming up right now. He's playing better. The Mariners are like the Mets, one game over 500 right now, our teams. Um, but let's talk about Julio first, man. What, what are you seeing in his game that, that is kind of making him start to get hot again? He's just, he's been more patient. He's swinging the bat better. He's not chasing a whole lot. Uh, moving him. In the lineup from like second to third to sixth, those that little transition up and down the lineup from being the first batter in the lineup has helped. I think it's helped to bring a little bit of pressure off his shoulders, but it's also let him see um, less pitches, if that makes sense, because they had him first, so he would see the most at-bats, and maybe letting him be more conservative with those reps has been helping him out as well. Less pressure being the leadoff, and then maybe ending a game on top of that. But really, what's been helping Julio, it's just been... He's been more consistent. He's now batting 241. He was sitting about 210 the, the start of the season. He started better last this season than he did last season. Because he was batting below 200, and they almost dropped him down to AAA again, thinking, oh, did we call him up too soon? And then he became Julio Rodriguez, right? So he's batting 241 right now, roughly. He won uh, the AL Player of the Week last week. And so the, the that bad that bad uh, start... It's starting to turn the corner for Julio and and really the Mariners batters in general. But to stick to Julio real quick, he's starting to all star Julio that we expect to mm-hmm. represent Seattle to be an all star to hopefully be a future champion MVP. You know the whole nine yards type thing for Julio. And so he's starting to get around. He's showing he is an all star. I mean he's like I said he's batting two forty one right now, but he'll turn that around. I think he'll end about two seventy two eighty to end. And the year if he keeps it up, but the Mariners are no are known and notorious for slow starts. And if they're not notorious for that, they start off well and finish about 20 games under 500. So you got to kind of pick and choose what you want. <laughs> right now, the Mariners, they have still one of the best pitching staffs in the league. They just lost two straight to the Yankees. We're recording this on the 31st. Their third game and final of this series is tonight, which I think they will get with George Kirby on. Time will tell after we post this tomorrow and get everything out to the internet and everyone to watch and listen and see. But Aaron Judge is on a tear. The Yankees are on a tear right now. They're one of the hottest teams in baseball, and it doesn't matter where they're playing if it's on in the Northwest, the West Coast, the East Coast, the Moon, 
anywhere, Aaron yeah. Judge is going to be hitting moon shots, literally. And he was doing that the last two games. He hit two off of Bryce Miller, who has been lights out all season. And one of the best whips, one of the best career starts for a pitcher in his first five games, all the whole shebang, right? But it's Aaron Judge. He's the AL MVP. He's showing why he was. He's showing, okay, I'm not just a one-year fluke for 62 home runs. We're seeing it. So I just think the Mariners need to at least win series against good teams because now this year you're battling the cream of the crop now, right? You're battling the teams from the AL East who are probably going to represent the playoffs if the Mariners don't turn it around because realistically four teams from the AL East could represent the AL in the playoffs. One team's going to be on the outside looking in. If that happens, that's probably going to be the Boston Red Sox because yeah. every other team is looking well right now that AL East from, from the Blue Jays who are struggling a little bit, but the Yankees are hot. The Orioles are significantly better with Adley Rushman being their centerpiece really going forward. And they have a bunch of young talent as well. And then, of course, the Tampa Bay Rays are in first right now. So all those those four teams realize in the AL East, it's time. And where the AL West is for the Mariners, teams are going to start to cool off. I believe the, the Rangers are about 15 games above 500. I don't see that yeah. being consistent. They've, they've been on the okay. fortunate side of healthy players besides DeGrom. They right. did have some big signings in the last two seasons with starting pitching as well as Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon last season to be their one-two punch in the mid-infield and their lineup. Angels with Otani and Trout. The A's are a lost cause going to Vegas. And, of oh, course, God. the Astros are the Astros who are having a down year this year with some injuries with Altuve being out from the World Baseball Classic broken hand or wrist, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then the loss of Justin Verlander being your number one ace. They're going to turn it around. Back to the Mariners. I think they're going to turn it around, but they have to do it now because this road, this homestand and then going on the road is not easy. After the Yankees and this homestand, they're going to the East Coast to play mm. the AL East pretty much. And so yeah. it's against the Yankees again in a, in a, in a road stand and then the Orioles. And these are the teams you have to beat to really show you can hang with the big boys going to the postseason if you're fortunate enough to make it. You can't tease us Mariners fans anymore with no playoffs after a 20, 20 year drought and then making it and then not making it again. There's too much young talent. And so I've been on the record. I've said it. If they don't make the playoffs this year, because they didn't sign anyone in the offseason because they wanted to save their money, Depoto's got to go. Not mm-hmm. Scott Service, not anyone on the team. The, the, the team is put on the field that is constructed by Jerry Depoto. Yeah. That's I think true. Jerry Depoto has his hands more in the managerial side of things to kind of tell Scott Service what he needs to do and how he needs to do it. Kind of like what you saw in Moneyball with Brad Pitt being Billy Bean, right? Yeah. I'm giving you these players to put them. You need to start Scott Hatterman. Well, it didn't happen until later right. on, right? Until yeah, he started yeah. training players to make it happen. It's yeah. not Moneyball. It's not Hollywood. It's not going to happen. But I think DePoto does have his fingers and his hands and other things that Scott Service has no control over. You're starting so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. I traded for him. He's playing. I made sign this guy in the offseason to be the DH. He needs to be the DH. And that's the other thing I need to wrap around before I end my rant with the Mariners. There's no solid DH. At least most teams are playoff teams or winning teams pushing for the playoffs this year or championship contenders all have a DH. They have solid yeah, rotations. They don't have above average. Yeah. Their hitters are consistent yeah. or consistent enough for on a day-in, day-out basis where if one dies doesn't show up, the other does or the other two do, and they have a DH. The Mariners don't have a DH. No, they they started no. slow at in the batter's box this season. The whole team did, minus Jared Kellenick, who I hope keeps it up. Mm-hmm. The Mariners just need to start being more consistent in the batter's box, and they just need to be more consistent, period, and score more runs because the the pitchers can throw a one nothing game and they'll lose 2-1 to because it's too late and the bullpen can't hold off or starting pitcher just can't keep going the lengths, right? The Mariners' batters have to turn it up. That lineup has to turn it up. 
And if they don't, they're going to be on the outside looking in because they got to win the division the way the AL East is looking because that AL East is strong. And like I said, four teams can make it out of there with the Red Sox being the team looking, looking from the outside looking in. Right. Where whoever wins the West is probably going to be the only one representing it. So the Mariners need to turn it up. That's just all I got to say. I mean, maybe make some trades early to see what can happen because we're better at buying at the trade deadline and going all in, i.e. last year with Luis Castillo, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is a huge signing. But you can't start the way you start and then hope for another 14-game win streak going to the All-Star break to, to like full 180 this thing back yeah. to a winning season, right? You can't do that every year. Baseball's too long of a season, and I know it's not, it's just now the end of May. We're going into June, but we're about to hit the halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting one game above 500. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It, it's it's just too – it's the same – it's the same story every year. And I'm a delusional Mariners fan. I thought we are going to make the World Series. It's still early. Right. It's still early. I'm not it saying is. it's over, right? But it's but like it, kind of like your, your, your hand's almost on the panic button is what you're saying. Almost on the panic button. I, I, my whole – I'm hovering over it right okay. now. If I'm – as a Mariners <laughs> fan – I think it's safe to say, I'm not going to speak for all Mariners fans, you know, but my hand is on the panic button. Yeah. It is on it right now. It's getting right. ready to press it because you're halfway through the season and the the good teams are getting hot and we're really not. And yeah, we don't have, we're not consistent enough to be, to, to keep up with contenders right now. And we're buyers at the deadline, but you're going to buy into a one-year contract and give away X amount of farm system guys or players on the roster for a bust. That's pretty, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, look at it. Like I say, my, my hand is on the panic button, right? For the Seattle Mariners this year, go to the playoffs. Like I said, my hand's hovering over the panic button, but the 19 nationals did it. The Braves, the years after that in 2020 and 2021, they had yep. a slow start. So then it led to what them mm-hmm. winning a title. Yeah. The Phillies the year they, made, they didn't win yep. it, but they made mm-hmm. the world series after a that's really right. terrible start and pushing for, for that's a wild a card. So yeah. you can start really slow or really bad and then make the playoffs. Right. But the way the AL is looking this year and that AL East division, that is going to be really hard this year. And they need to figure something out quick because what is going on in Seattle isn't working. What fans around baseball and let alone, let alone in Seattle, fans of baseball and like following the story of the Mariners after last season, it's a story yeah. that's kind of losing losing its course now after the build of the last season or two. Mm-hmm. So the magic is kind of going away. The magic is yeah. fading away, and it's like, okay, yeah. well, here we go. We're gonna miss the playoffs for the next twenty years. That, that's an exaggeration, <laughs> but right. Right. they got to figure it out. You, you don't get Kyle Raleigh bobbleheads from your buddy Ryan Flaherty when he goes to games <laughs> for not making the playoffs. Yeah, right? you don't, we need yeah. more of these. You don't get right? your own bobblehead if you're not we need playing more well. of these. Exactly, but yeah. that's yeah. my rant with them. I think they can turn it around, but if you're the Mariners, as a Mariners fan. Like I said, I'm not speaking for all, but my hand is on top of that panic button right now. It, it's I over agree. it. It's about ready to push not pushing down. it yet, but it's because it's over it. The All Star yeah. break may be too late for some moves. Right. With right. the way the AL is looking. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, two things for me. I, I think you made a great point saying, look, you can't rely on a fourteen game win streak like you did last year. You know, it, it it's just it's a rare thing. You know, it's a rare thing these days for teams to go on that long of a winning streak. So you can't rely on that. And also they they just need a DH. You know, Pollock and Lestella just have not worked out. They're, they're batting terrible. I mean, uh, Colt Wong, same thing. I mean, it, it just, they need a spark. I think they need a spark. Maybe, and a spark could really just be one bat. 
You know, it could be one bat at the end of the day, but I think they need a DH for sure. Their pitching, I have, I have no concerns about. Um, you know, one of the best in the league, if not the best. I mean, I, I think the Twins are the only statistical best, better pitching team. But um, yeah, those are my two two keys with the Mariners. I, I you know, again, I'm I'm with you. Same thing with my team, same record, the Mets. You know, my hand is kind of on the panic button. It's Show that shirt. It yet. Show that shirt. Yeah. Show that Mets shirt. <laughs> I'm still repping. I'm still repping. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it's just. Yeah. It's just really disappointing when you have so much promise because both of our teams had a lot of promise going into this year and they've underachieved. They just have, you know, not underachieved to the point where the playoffs are just like, ah, it's a pipe dream. But when you spend money and when you bring guys in and when you have a year like the Mariners did last year, you know, the Mets had a great year b- before they blew the uh, NLEs. But, you know, again, like promise is tough, man. And, it, and especially for the Mariners, like if you don't make the playoffs in 20 years, and then you finally make it and there's all this promise and you went as far as you did, you know, one game over 500 near the halfway point is just not going to get it done. I agree with you. I think if, if they don't make the playoffs this year or if they really, really struggle and don't make the playoffs, like Depoto's got to go, man. Like that, that's not, you know, it, it's kind of like in the NBA where these championship coaches are getting fired just because they have so much promise. And if you're not going to get the job done with such great talent, they're going to bring somebody else in. So I, you know, now are the owners of the Mariners that, you know, okay, like we're going to get rid of them because of that. Who like, are they going to, are they really willing to fire him? I don't know, but um, they, they just play in a division where I think you're right. I think the Rangers are going to cool off. The Astros are having a down year. You got to take advantage of that. You know, the Angels are the Angels, and then the A's are statistically probably going to be the worst team ever assembled in baseball. You know, like you got to take advantage of that. So, and that's what baseball is all about. And you, but, but, but again, I think the one silver lining is the Nationals, the Braves, and the Phillies won the world, won the World Series or got to the World Series after a slow start. So don't rely on a 14 game winning streak. You know, be a little bit more consistent, both of our teams. Um, but we'll see, man. It's a long season. Obviously, you know, they have the all-star game at home as well, which maybe could, you know, get to get the juices flowing, but, uh, you made some good points and, and I totally agree. I mean, it, you know, you, you, you gotta get a DH, man. That, that's the, that's the number one thing for the, with the Mariners right now, in my opinion. That so. and maybe do spend New York Mets money to see if you can actually contend. Oh. You know, because that's what yeah. left out for the Mets. They spent oh, so much God. money. It's and Cohen says, I will spend money to go all in for a season right. and bring players in because we're going to win, and then it doesn't turn around. So we've talked about the Mariners saying they don't spend money, right, on free right. agency. They go for the deadline for the big hitters in the deadline, like Luis Castillo last year, right? So yes. With the Mets spending so much and having a very 500 season, they're one game above 500 right now here on right. the 31st. Actually, I think two games, so they're 29 and 27 because we're recording this on the 31st. Correct. Yes. And yeah. they just won this evening. So the Mariners are the opposite of the spectrum. They don't spend money in the offseason. They well, besides Julio, right? They re-signed their own guy. Yeah. But what is your take with the Mets? Should they maybe be more conservative how they spend their money, Ugh, or do you like yeah, the moves? I mean, but it's not transitioning to winning at this point, right? Like I just think what you I just thought think, the Mets would be. So what's your what's your take with that? Yeah, I mean, I thought they'd be a lot better, no doubt. Uh, it's not like they've really dealt with injuries either. You know, the, the most of the guys are pretty healthy. It's just, you know, again, when you spend all that money, I think you're, you're kind of setting a precedent of like, oh man, like we're going to be the top team in the NL. You know, we have Verlander, we still have Scherzer, we still have Lindor, Pete Alonso's having a great year, and, you know, Nimmo's making spent spectacular catches. He's hitting the ball. Jeff McNeil's been down, but I, I don't know, man. It, it's just like, and I think a lot of, you know, and I'm be honest with you, I think a lot of the owners around the MLB are like, they're, they're quietly rooting for the Mets to fail because, 
again, it's like spend all the money you want. You can try to be the Yankees of the early 2000s and spend all the money you want to try to win championships. But this is a sport where it's a team effort. You know, it, like Aaron Judge can hit all the home runs he wants, but the Yankees still have to pitch well, you know, like and their bullpen has to step up. And they obviously had a disappointing start to the season, and that's what happened. So, yeah, I think the Mets are like that one team where the owners are like, yeah, let's I'm, I'm kind of glad they're they're doing how they're doing, you know, but we always talk about it, man. Like, look at the Angels. They spent a million dollars on pools, Otani, Trout, Rendon, and they stink. So you just never know. You never know with baseball. But I like that. I like the, the fact that the Rays are the best team in the league because they don't spend anything. So yeah. I, I just think that's cool. I think that's a cool aspect of it, you know, and I want to add on to your like. GMs and teams are quietly rooting for the Mets to fail so they don't have to spend this money for teams, right? That's almost yeah. like the Deshaun Watson case, right? right. Where we talked about that in multiple, multiple outlets and podcasters and, and sports minds alike have talked about that where GMs were like, we're not pe- spending that money on quarterbacks because the Cleveland Browns did it. Yeah, right. Don't base the market off of the Cleveland the Browns. Cleveland Browns yeah. <laughs> don't do that. They signed him for yeah. 225 guaranteed. No one else is getting that. And you saw that. Like Lamar Jackson was like, I want. 225. I want a Lamar, or excuse me, a Deshaun Watson, Watson. similar contract. Yeah. And then he saw that Jalen Hurts signed for, was it what, roughly around 190, right? I believe Mm -hmm. it was. And then bonus set of to be two, 200 plus. Then he's like, okay, this guy just made a Super Bowl and he's an MVP caliber quarterback. Maybe I should be more realistic. And then he got his money after another big QB sign. So I think your, your point is spot on. In a similar like world where it's like the Sean Watson contract and QBs aren't going to get that money. That's just not realistic. Don't follow the Browns to the Mets spending going all in because there's no cap, but there's a big, um, what's it called at the end of the season with the, a luxury tax. tax? Yes. The luxury tax. Thank you. I totally, almost said income tax, <laughs> a luxury tax <laughs> yeah. where they're like, okay, you can spend that money, but you better win. But if they don't win, then GMs and teams are going to be like, see, this is why I don't spend all that money. Why we yep. can't pay you that money? We we That's, pay for too go. many players, but we're not going to win. We can't do it. So yep. I think you're spot on with it. So I got to say, yeah. So baseball is just man, it's just a weird sport, isn't it? You know, sometimes. But it's nice to have an owner that's invested. You know, kind of like yeah, that's true. Oh no doubt. Cole, Cohen's all in. He's like, yeah, oh, I absolutely. love this team. We're going to win. We're going to do it for Queens. We're going to do it for this for New yeah. York. We're going to do it for all this. Like we're going to be that team. So it's nice to see owners that even though they are the billionaires and spending all this money and whatever, it's nice to see that they care because mm-hmm. it shows. Unlike the Oakland Athletics, are the total opposite of the spectrum that <laughs> doesn't care. And oh, the fans are like, no, we care. They just give us a reason not to care. Is the oh, problem. sure. They yeah. don't want us here. They literally put a team together for us not to root for anything so they can leave. You know, so. This has been, yeah, that and, and like, you know, the Rangers are playing well, the, the Pirates, the Orioles. I mean, it's been a weird year a little bit, you know. It's, it's been a weird year. Um, and yeah, the Ace, man. Like, I, do you think the, cause the Mets, I believe, have the worst record of all time. I want to say maybe the 60, I don't know if they were around in the 60s, but I, I heard on the show the other day, I believe they have the worst record of all time. I think that the Mets were around in the 60s, but it was like mid 60s. I think it was like 64. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I really think the A's are probably going to pass that. Like they, they are so bad. They have like, when I play with them and MLB the show, I'm like one through nine. I'm like, who are these guys? I've never even heard of any of these guys. 1962. That's when the Mets were established. 1962. So yeah, the first years of the Mets, I think the A's are going to pass that. You know, and but but like you said, I mean, it's just a move. It's a power thing to get them to go to Vegas. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. That baseball's just—it's been weird this year, but we still got a lot to go. So I'm I'm definitely excited about that. You know, we still have a lot to go. So, but without um, further ado, yeah, drum roll, please. Your Denver Nuggets 
Yes. Big fan. First time ever being in the NBA Finals. Ever. Something us Mariners fans can't relate to quite yet with the World Series. <laughs> Enough with baseball, though. Floor is yours. Talk about the Nuggets. What do you like going into this Man. NBA Finals against the Miami Heat starting tomorrow? Yeah. Game first. That's right. Um, well, a lot of my friends were texting me during Game 7, Boston and Miami, the other day saying, you know, I, you want Miami, right? You want Miami, right? And I'm like, well... Boston has more talent, no doubt, but I think the Heat were just a better collective overall team with some of the talent they had mixed with Jimmy Butler, mixed with Spolstra. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm like a very pessimistic sports fan that you know, like I, I never want to count my eggs before they hatch type deal. I think Denver is overall the better team. If you had a, if you, if you had a truth serum, I would definitely say that, but this Miami team is no joke. Like, I'm taking them real serious because they they're dogs, man. Like they they are they are the definition of tough nosed, you know, grinding players. You know, they they don't give up and they don't quit. You know, and even in that series against the Lakers back in the bubble, like the Lakers were going to win that series no matter what, in my opinion. But they, they still gave them some trouble. Jimmy Butler had a great finals, you know, and and they still Tyler Hero as well. They still gave the Lakers a little bit of trouble. So I I think the Nuggets if I'm going to go with Nuggets in six, but it's going to be a tough series, man. Like, you know, I, I can see the Heat going up 2-0 and then maybe the Nuggets winning four straight. You know, it, it's just going to be tough. I, I think it's really going to come down to the big dogs, Jokic, Jamal Murray, Jimmy Butler, and who else, what other supporting player can help Jimmy. But the, I, I think defensively, you just got to stop Jimmy. You, you got to stop him. You got to, you know, hold them to... 15 points a game, you know, like he's going to be the guy that really riles up this Heat team. But, yeah, Jokic has got to have a good series. I think, like, the NBA Finals are where legends are made, and a lot of people are saying Jokic, with the playoffs he's had, he's the best player in the league. He's the best player in the league. Well, he's got to go out there and, and do it in the big – just like Giannis did a couple of years ago, and then he was the best player in the league. You know, like, he's got to go out there and play the way he's been playing. Same thing with Jamal Murray. He's got to be that scoring option. Um and and the role players, the role players, KCP, Bruce Brown, they got to defend Jimmy Butler really well. Aaron Gordon's got to defend Jimmy Butler really well. Uh, but it, it's this finals is really going to come down to the star players. And I, I'm excited, man. I mean, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm real excited. You know, I, I'm, I'm excited for for the Nuggets. It's been the whole entire franchise that they haven't made the finals. They haven't. They never swept the team before. So I think they're kind of in like uncharted territory. They don't have a lot of fun. They don't have any finals experience. You know, and the Heat do, but, um, you know, the Heat are an eighth seed. I think people got to remember that, you know, they, they had the lowest amount of points scored ever for a team to reach the finals. They were the lowest scoring team in the league this year in the regular season. So, you know, the Nuggets and the Nuggets were the number one seed all year. You know, they never let it go. They never let it relinquish. So, and I think home court can be important too. The Heat have uh, statistically played really bad in, in Denver, not Miami, but in Denver. But with that being said, again, I'll pick Nuggets in six. I think Jokic is going to have a big series. I think Jamal Murray will sprinkle in some good games, but uh, it's going to come down to get playoff Jimmy, man. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta defend him well. You gotta get in his chest. You gotta make him work. A um, little nervous about Tyler Hero coming back too in Game Three. You know he can shoot the ball really well. They have a lot of great shooters. I'll say that. You know Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin's playing really well, but. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Nuggets and six, and that that's my spiel. But uh, man, I'm nervous. I'm definitely nervous. My my teams never make. I mean, the Mets made it in in 2015, but you know, I'm more of a basketball guy. So um, we'll see. We'll see. It's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna go opposite, not opposite, but I'm not gonna agree. I don't think it's gonna be that tough of a series for the Nuggets. Really? They they've been cruising to this playoffs, man. They're they're showing. They're kind of showcasing why they're the best team. 
and why media outlets need to cover them more. And that's been a big discussion on ESPN with yeah. a lot of it where they're like, well, I don't know who the Oakage with this, that, and they're analysts. And it's like, <laughs> right. like JJ Ray's like, no, he's the best, one of the best players in the league. We just don't cover them. Yeah. Maybe we should cover these small market teams more. But back to the playoff, to the playoff talk real quick. I'm going to say it's a gentleman's sweep. I think the Nuggets, I picked the Nuggets before the Lakers actually showed up and made a Western Conference Finals. I just had to root for my team, right? I just sure. had to root for my team when it came down to it. But beginning of the season, I said it's going to be Denver and the Bucks. That's what you said. I was with the Bucks. Yeah, and I was too. <laughs> I, I'm going to ride with Denver still. They were my pick for the beginning of the season. I'm going to run ride with Denver, and I'm going to say, I'm gentleman's sweep, man. I think it's going to be four to one. I think. Miami will get one in Denver. It'll be game one or game two mm-hmm. in the first set of games. Just because the Nuggets had what? How many days off leading into this? Well, nine days off where they could have that yeah. little that little rust from from wrestling. I'm you nervous about that Nuggets too. Yeah. I would be too nervous, but they they're still going to show up, right? Where the Heat are coming off that momentum after the last couple series in a seven game series, hyped up and still ready to go with no rest. Which could impact them, which I think is going to wear and tear. And you saw it in the bubble with Jimmy a couple of years ago, where it's just he was literally leaning over, like the little the little booth or barricade, or whatever it was yeah, behind the right. behind the the basket. So I, I just think Denver's just that much better. I don't think the Miami Heat role players with Vincent and Hero even coming back. He missed a lot of time. He's going to be rusty. He's not going to be the same Tyler Hero when he's healthy. Could he be? Sure, we don't we don't know, but yeah, but he has he's up. missed a lot of time and he's banged yeah, up to come back yeah. in the finals to try and kind of be a savior like Robin Batman and Robin, you know, to Jimmy Butler. So I see the Nuggets role players really just taking over like they did in that Lakers series. I don't see any I don't see Robinson stopping a Michael Porter Jr. Mm. or an Aaron Gordon or a yeah. Bruce Brown. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, right. And I don't see Kyle uh, Lowry competing with Jamal Murray. There's just no way. Jamal Murray was Lock had a lock a good a, not lockdown defender but a really good defender on the perimeter and Dennis Schroeder and he tore him up. I mean he would he dropped he was dropping thirty a night pretty much right. Yeah. And I just don't see anyone stopping really Jamal Murray Jokic even you know Adebayo will do what he can against Jokic but I don't see anyone stopping Jamal Murray. Yeah, they don't really I, have I a big guy. You, yeah. Beginning of the year, the Nuggets' success is going to ride on the tandem of Murray and Jokic if mm-hmm. Murray can stay healthy oh, yeah. after that ACL injury. Yes. Yeah. So gentlemen sweep, it's going to be a four one. They're going to, they're going to go, they're going to lose one in Denver, but then they're going to go three straight or whatever. It's going to happen two and one, three and one, whatever, right? They're going to come back game five and they're going to win it all. They're going to win it all in front of their home fans. I think it's one oh, of those please. due diligence. It's our first time. We're kind of the team of destiny right now. We got the best center in the league. We got one of the best, you could argue one of the best point guards in the league yeah, after this season with Jamal yeah. Murray. Mm-hmm. It, they're the team of destiny this year, and I don't see anyone stopping them, especially the Miami Heat being an eight seed in the finals. Gentlemen sweep, and Jamal Murray will be the NBA Finals oh, MVP. Okay. okay. I don't think it's going to be Jokic. I, okay. I think if it comes it don't matter down to, to me. they have to give it to like someone, it's going to be Jokic. But it's like if Murray shows up like he did in the Western Conference Finals, I don't yeah. see why he wouldn't be the MVP of the finals. No, I agree. This year. So I agree. If I he scores gen- the way he can, yeah. I see gentlemen yeah. sweep, 4 1 Denver. Four one down. Oh man, I love to hear that. That's music to my ears. You know, it, with the Heat too, man. It's like you definitely got to respect them though, because think about it. They they four they gentlemen sweep the Bucks, and I know the Bucks had some injuries, and Giannis wasn't one hundred percent. Chris Middleton is a shell of them, so I get that. But but they, they bullied um, them. They bullied the Bucks. Even they with did, the, man. With Giannis they before did. he went down, they just bullied him. Yeah, the Knicks series the same way. Even Jimmy Butler missed the game, and they still won that series. And um. And, and they took the number two seed in, in, in the, in the East. They almost swept them, you know, and I know Boston did what they did, but, 
Um, yeah, man, I, I respect the heat. I'm nervous about it. I'm going to give them a chance to win, no doubt. But I just think Denver from top to bottom, you got to be called spade to spade. They're just a more deep team. They have better stars. But let's just hope the Nuggets have that dog in them too. You know, like Michael Malone said, the eighth seed, they're the eighth seed. Yeah, but the way they play, you wouldn't think they were. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, hell of a coach. Pat Riley, oh, he's great. Oh, hell he's of a great. GM in running yes. an organization, right? They have a good team. So I'm not dissing them in any way. They're, no, like said, no, they're no. dogs, man. They show up and they play. They're, yes. they're them. It's him, right? Jimmy Butler's him. Yeah, they're him, them, yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. it's they're a good team, but the Nuggets are just better. That's just yeah. what it comes down to. You can have all the heart and soul and all this and that, but it's a seven game series and you got to go against Jokic at least to w- you got to go to win four games in a seven game stretch right. against the Nuggets and Jokic. I, I'm going to go Jokic almost every time. Like yeah, I said, I, I thought the too. Lakers were going to beat them in seven. Be right. a little bit biased as a Laker and they handled the Lakers not easily, but they were down. They, they blew them out in game one and then the mm-hmm. Lakers came back because they kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, let off the gas pedal. And then the next couple games, it's like they came back and beat the Lakers. So it's like they've played from behind too and had a little, um, what is it? Uh, I'm totally, I'm having brain for it. So I've already got that dad brain going on, man. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm getting no sleep preparing for it. Um, pr- yeah. pretty much they, they just had to overcome bigger obstacles than, than thought some thought they went against the Lakers. Like they actually had to come from behind, right? So yeah, they, you know, they've had to do that. They're the better team. They have been all season in the NBA. They're the one seed for a reason. And it's time to put some respect on their name names, man. Yeah, I mean, I respect them. I thought Jokic should have three-peated as an MVP. I think they had voters fatigue. It's like, well, we got to give it to Embiid. And then it's like, yeah. who shows up? And that's why I think they should hold off for an MVP. Yeah, I know. Until yeah. at least the conference finals. Stop at making least it a the conference finals. Yeah. Make, make, it, make, yeah. it a, make it a whole... You know, because you have your playoff and you have your playoff MVP and conference MVP, whatever. Yeah, and that's why I think they started doing that. By the way, at least until at least until the Western, not the Western Conference Finals, but the Conference Finals in general, maybe hold off for voting. I know it's a season award, but it's like I I swear, it's like every time you give it to a guy that you're like, okay, well, he doesn't show up in the playoffs, then they don't show up in the playoffs. Like Embiid, when they got knocked out, dropped what 15 points, and he's like, I have no help. And it's oh, like, please. You're the fucking MVP of the National Basketball Association. And by the way, he has help. Like, come on. And you, you have know. help. Yeah. Sure, it's not the best help, but yeah. you wanted Harden. You, you had Jimmy Dr. Butler Sertich at one dead. point. You had Jimmy Butler, and they chose yeah. Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. That's yeah. not, that's not, you know, anyone else's fault, really. It's not your fault either, but it's just like, you're the MVP. You're yeah. crying. Yeah, he had, he shot, he didn't crying, show up. But he's, he's thrown, he's thrown shades and yeah, I deserved it. I deserved it. I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. And then it's like, and then you don't show up. And then, yeah. and then it's like, well, oh, I need help. But you weren't saying that when you needed these MVPs, right? Yeah. It's just more you're seeing now it's a team sport. And Yoga's Yoga's pretty much like, all right, he whatever. Care. He, he doesn't yeah, care. He really doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> he, he's, I'll just yeah. go, I'm going to go play basketball. And he's I one of the least athletic guys on the basketball court, but he shows up every day and he does it, man. Yeah. There's no, that's right. once he retires, once Jokic retires, you're never going to hear from him again. Like I said, we don't <laughs> hear from him now in the end. Right, right. You get a couple of yeah. interviews or after game and all this, but like no social media presence. If someone does it, it's a clip of someone else's. And then mm-hmm. he just kept himself like what his time is done in the NBA. You're probably never going to hear from him again. He's going to go back to Serbia and hang out. And ride horses. He loves to ride, ride horses. horses. And yeah. who knows, play little pickup games here and there, get back to the community. Yeah. But he's, he's just going to go live his life in Serbia like he did before the NBA and, and his offseason, whatever he does. You're never going to hear from him again. It's going to be I those, know. 
where in the world is Nik- Nikolai Jokic and where what is he up to these days? <laughs> yeah, right. Like I said, riding horses and living his life after yeah. his 250 million max extension, extension and then yeah. some. Yeah. After that, he'll qualify for another one. Yeah. But I think oh, he yeah. can qualify for like I think it's it's close to 300 now, is it? 300 mm-hmm. million? Yeah. A CBA. max extension. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's a yep. lot of money over there. I'll tell you that right now. And he deserves it. Yeah. He, he deserves, deserves every it. every penny, every cent. I think it's going to be I important. Go on, I want to go on the record. I'm not a professional athlete. I stopped playing basketball my freshman year because I'm five foot nine and <laughs> just couldn't cut it. I had a decent shot, but I was five foot nine realistically, right? I just have that yeah, athleticism yeah. for a good basketball player. I was good at football and baseball, but basketball is a different story. I'm not saying Embiid's a bad player, and I I mean like bashing wise, like I, I'm not coming up as bashing, but it's like when you say you don't get the calls, and then you get you don't get this, and you get cheated of this, and your team can't do that, and you're one of the best centers in the league. It's just a bad look. And, and, no, no, and, no, one, and no one's still yeah. sympathetic for you for how much money you make and and how you perceive to the media. And you are and he is out there. He is a voice out there where he does th- he does funny things, you know, yeah, that's they're riding all this, you know that. But it's just like no one's gonna feel sorry for you. Like even people were saying like Jokic should have won the MVP. He should have at least he should have three peated. There's no reason. And you saw like LeBron there in the in the two thousand tens. LeBron could have won the MVP for like seven straight seasons, but it's yeah. like we can't give it to LeBron James every season. We have to distribute the award, or it's just going to be the LeBron James award. Right. Voters yeah. fatigue is a real thing, and I think they just need to hold off on on it just because that. Yeah. And I like yeah, him I, as a player, and I didn't want my my thing like my thing to come off harsh or like 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 hate like hating on him or anything. No, but I mean, what he said like, was you it's know. just like I don't play the sport. Yeah. But your actions are speaking louder than words right now is what it is. And your yeah. words are speaking louder than the words you probably should have said. So like right. kind of rephrase that. So no, I, I agree. I think what he said was BS. I mean, like obviously if you don't show up the last two games and you average 15 points and you're the MVP, you got to step up. Like that's what like everybody was banging on Jokic. Oh, he's a great regular season player, but you know, he doesn't show up in the playoffs. Well, you can't say that anymore. It's kind of validating those two MVPs. So I totally agree with you there. And, and then, you know, with the Nuggets, man, like they, they got to. They just got to keep playing the way they've been playing. Obviously, they're they're facing a tough defensive team, but it's got to be the one-two punch, like you said in the beginning of the year, Jokic and Murray, the guys who defend really well, KCP, Bruce Brown. They got to step up against the Heat's best players, and maybe they'll be that like you know that hidden gem. Maybe Aaron Gordon will have a great game, or Jeff Green comes out of nowhere and and, and contributes. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, you know, we were talking about the the Sixers being disappointing. Now, obviously, they didn't make the the conference finals. The Boston Celtics did, but we got to talk about the Celtics too, man, because their off season is going to be very interesting. Um, do do they blow it up? Is the question because again, you know, another year of Tatum and Brown, uh, unsuccessful run at that gold hardware. You know, Tatum got hurt obviously in Game Seven, so he, you know, like you said, he kind of was a shell of himself. Tried to play through it, just couldn't play well. Obviously, Jalen Brown tried to at least pick up the load that that was left from the injury, but I mean, the Celtics just couldn't hit a three. And I thought Charles Barkley made a great point. They're the more talented team, but in terms of running plays and jacking up threes and missing, like they just kept shooting those threes even though they were missing. And even Shaq said, "If you, if that were me." And you're, you keep shooting those threes and they're not going down in a conference finals game seven. I'm going to punch you in the face. Like he was like, he was so pissed off. And I, and I agree with both of what they said. Like I, I just think they weren't a great team, like, like play wise. And you know, Joe Missoula kind of comes off as very bland and he's not, he's not really a guy like, and I, you know, Yudoka who pre- preached defense and 
I, I just think the Celtics tried to win that series based off talent and they didn't have enough. So with that being said, do they blow it up? I mean, I, I'm, I'm seeing Jalen Brown having a conversation with Anthony Edwards in the background after game. I don't know what after game it was, but I don't know. And, and Jalen Brown's made some off, off the beat comments. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be here. Like, so I, I, you know, not a hot take, I guess, but I, I don't think Jalen Brown's coming back, especially after like, He's up for the max. He's up for the super max because he made NBA second team, all second team. So what are the, what do the Celtics do? I, I think they got to bring someone else in. I just think it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked for three, four straight years. Championship wise. That, that wise right there. Boston is a city of championships. Yeah. And so when your team makes it that far, they expect you to pretty much win it, especially with how talented the sure. Celtics were. They're talented, oh, it hates, man. It hurts me to say that's a Lakers fan, but. I think it is time. I think it's time to dismantle what you have going because Tatum and Brown are not working and you have to pick. Is Tatum our guy or is Brown our guy? Right. Well, Tatum's your guy. So he what is. do you do with Brown? Maybe you, if able to trade him, trade him to Portland, Damian Lillard. You there maybe you trade him for another piece. Maybe would Tatum coincide better with like a Julius Randle? I don't know. Right. Maybe Carl um, Anthony Towns, maybe Carl you know? Anthony Towns. You, you never know. And so. My thing with it is it's it's not working. You're going to have to fix something because they gave up a lot of lot of capital for these draft picks that ended up working out with like the KG and Pierce right. and all this getting, yeah. getting them out of there. Pretty it much Brooklyn's out. draft. It yeah. worked out, but now it it's did, not working yeah. out to championships. And you need to get something before it turns into nothing, which you see a lot of the time in the NBA. Sure. And Tatum's the guy, so you have to pick because if you think it's Jalen Brown. We better look to shop Tatum, which I don't think is going to happen. I'm going to go on the record and say that right now. I don't think J- Jason Tatum's going anywhere. Mm-mm. But if they're not winning and there's some cap space for the purple and gold down west. Down the road, yeah. In California. Yeah. yeah. There's a strong chance he can go to that team. And I'm just kind of throwing that out there. So I it's time for them. I could care less what that franchise does, <laughs> realistically. Yeah, but I yeah. like Jason Tatum. I like him as a player. I did. I thought the Lakers should have drafted him over Alonzo Ball. Oof. Damn you, Magic Johnson, for drafting Alonzo <laughs> Ball. And I like Alonzo. I like Alonzo, yeah. but now we might he not play came again. Out and said it was a good story. It was a great Hollywood story. They the said his Ra- jersey was going to be in the Raptors. He's going to be in the Raptors. <laughs> well. No, oh, he would hang out in the Raptors yeah. with his pops watching LaMelo play. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, because right, right, the way right. his knee is, and I hope he figures that out. Yeah, Honestly, sure, I hope sure. he figures that out. Yeah. But back to Tatum and the Celtics. It's time. You got rid of a head coach, understand everything like that. But you guys did this to yourself. That was an HR related situation, and you brought it out to the public. You could have handled oh, that internally with Indoka. Yes. That was a thing that should have been handled internally and not let the world know it. Well, now you got rid of him. He's going to go somewhere else. You're like, yeah, anyone Houston. can sign him. We don't care. He's, we, don't, we don't care. Yeah, sure. Anyone can sign went to him. Houston. Yeah. But then you signed Mozilla, who had a great regular season, but he lost the locker room in the playoffs. Oh, and the did, most yeah. important time during the season into the postseason, he lost the locker room. And there's nothing you can do about yeah. that. Who are you going to bring in? Doc Rivers for a second stint? No. no I mean, God, no. The, your, Nick Nurse is already off the market. He's yeah. going to Philly, which I Philly. think is a great mm-hmm. fit. And I called that. It all great fit. I called yeah. that. You I did, said yeah. Philly. I called that. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's time for Boston. It's time for Boston to blow it up and start yeah. off. Well, then, uh, do just get rid of Brown. Maybe not totally, boom, you know, no, 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 no. atomic, but Brown's got to go and you got to get something out of him before he walks. And so, yeah, yeah do what you got to do. I could care less what moves they make as a Lakers fan, <laughs> but for the sake of Jason Tatum, cause I do like him as a player, you got to do something because if your franchise guy isn't happy, 
Look at LeBron in 2010. I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to South Beach. That can happen with Jason Tatum where he's like, you know what? I'll go to LA. Thank you for everything, but I got I got to leave. Whether it's the Lakers being a big Kobe Bryant fan and and Mm -hmm. loving him and the game and loving the Lakers growing up, or going somewhere south to Jimmy Butler, who shows he can do as an eight seed and with great role players around him, the team that beat him wouldn't be a good luck. It'd be like a Kevin Durant to Golden State type situation. Yeah, but it it is what it is. You got to show to your star player, your franchise player, you're committed to winning and think you can make that leap to the finals again because they've been there. To the finals again, or you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose out on both guys. So, couple things too. Like, you make great points. And what's interesting is that Missoula, after the game, you know, he's not, he doesn't speak a lot, but they asked him like, "Why did you guys? Do you think you lost because you shot so many threes? And would you tell? Would you still tell them to shoot threes even though they're missing?" And he, he's like, "No, I didn't think we shot so many threes. Like, you gotta take some sort of accountability. I didn't like that. Uh, you gotta do yeah. that. And, you gotta and take some j- accountability. Yeah, like obviously you guys lost because you kept jacking up threes and missing, and then you just kept shooting them. You know, like there was no offense, a lot of one on one. I get you have two great one on one players, and Brogdon is okay too. But think about it. You have yeah, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, all NBA guys. You had the sixth man of the year in Malcolm Brogdon. You have a, a veteran guy like Horford, you know, a scrappy guy like Grant Williams. I mean, it's like they really had no excuse to lose that series to me. And the fact that they just haven't been able to get it done, even even back when they played LeBron when he was in the when he was on the Cavs, and all those guys were rookies. Brown, I think Brown might have been a sophomore, but Jason Tatum was a rookie. Kyrie didn't play. They took the Cavs to seven games. They almost made it, but they didn't. And they made it to the finals. They didn't win. So it, it's just I think you gotta you gotta get rid of Brown. For either a Lillard or a Carl Anthony Towns, that that's what I'm going to predict. But um, any but yeah, it's interesting because Jason Tatum after the game said, "No, we got to keep Brown, we got to keep him." And I'm like, oh, I don't think that's going to happen, my friend. You know, and <laughs> he wants to keep that duo intact, but I don't think Brown does. I no, think Brown could I be agree. a number one somewhere else. Yes, that's thing. what I'm he, saying. Go to Minnesota, and he knows that. Portland, but, but he wouldn't be a number one in Minnesota. I think oh, it'd true. be a similar yeah, situation. Edwards, it'd yeah. be down to Anthony but Edwards, and though, then it'd still be the same thing. If yeah. Damian Lillard's still there, though, it's still Dame. Show. Oh no, I think I, I think they would. I think they. I think they would trade him for Dame. Is what I'm saying. But but if Dame was still there, no, I agree with you. He wouldn't be the number one. No, Dame yeah, you're could right. not go to the Celtics. I like Damian Lillard. Oh, and I boy. know he needs to get out of Portland. I would get out of Portland too. The only thing yeah. good going for Portland is Damian Lillard and Voodoo Donuts. Voodoo Donuts. That's <laughs> it. That's it. All right. Yes. 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 And no sales tax. That's yes, it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that yes. That is it. But. I just want to go to a winning team, man. It's just his project in Portland didn't work. And I guess if you have to trade Jalen Brown to him, I hope he succeeds in Boston, but I don't want him yeah. to be in the Lakers. That's it. I'd rather right. see him in purple and gold than that. But yeah, I, I just got to rebuttal your take for, for just Brown going to, to Minnesota. She wouldn't be Carlton town. Sure. But he would still be second fiddle option one B two a, you know, to Edwards. And so I think it'd be a similar situation yeah, oh yeah, with Tatum with and yeah. it with Tatum and Brown now. So I think he yeah. has to go somewhere where he could be the number one and yeah. proving it'd be another one to have some yeah. to have other players go, Yeah, I would love to be a you know second option or, or a great uh good support role player with, with Jalen Brown. So yeah. I think he needs to test I, yeah. the waters and branch out out of Boston to see really the full potential player that he can become. Right. Because I think he can be a number one depending on what team he is, like you said, and uh, it, it's going to be interesting, man. This offseason is going to be, I mean, there's no like major, major free agents, but guys like Chris Middleton, Jalen Brown, what is he going to do? So that's going to be interesting. The final NBA topic I wanted to bring up is uh, just real quick. You know, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but uh, you're a Lakers fan. Do you want Kyrie? 
Oh, it's so hard. I know we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, it's hard because if you bring Kyrie, he's going to cost you over $30 million. Which you do have the cap space this year. You got rid of the dirty, dirty, dirty Westbrook money. That was dirty to the cap hit, right? Very dirty. We didn't like that. Yes, we no. didn't like that. No one, no <laughs> one was bad. pleased with that trade. Very bad. Very bad cap hit from Westbrook. You got to bring back Ruse. You got to bring the Hachimura and, yes, and some more role players guys, yes, before yes. Kyrie. And if Kyrie will take a slight pay cut, maybe see if Davis and LeBron want to restructure a little bit. If LeBron comes back, if he doesn't retire, I don't think he's going to retire. No, I don't think but so. Yeah. I think you look at players and say, hey, we had a good run. We can bring a star player and make a, make a big, a big three with great role players. Yeah. If we can get some restructure contracts. And I think LeBron and, and Anthony Davis are at the point where I think they could restructure a contract to keep some players around and bring another third option like a Kyrie Irving in, which I think would be good because him and LeBron can coincide together. I think Kyrie's realizing, all right, you know, my time's doing down and not a lot of teams are going to want me anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm going to be too, doing yeah. Dwight Howard. Where's he going to go? Taiwan. This is where he's going to go with Dwight Howard <laughs> if he China, keeps yeah. it up. So, yeah. Main main folks, the Lakers this offseason needs to be Austin Reeves. They're going to get him at a good a good deal. And I think he would take not a hometown discount, but he would stay at the Lakers for a little less than mm-hmm. go somewhere else because the ones that gave him a shot and he became not an all star, but he gave him a very good household name. Yeah, and a, and a great player in that rotation. He deserves it and could be an all star going forward. And then Hachimura, I think he was a good option behind mm-hmm. or living next to down low with Davis. I think he's a good one. It showed when he got when he left that terrible situation in Washington. That yeah, he's actually a good basketball player that came out of Gonzaga a couple of years. Yes. So yeah, that's right. Bring some guys in if you can restructure contracts if possible, and Kyrie will take a slight pay cut to come to LA to try and win a ship. Yes, but if the Lakers, that 2020 team, that championship team, bubble or not, I think was going to win it regardless that year. They were the team of destiny mm-hmm. after the with everything you know. I they had a lot of role players was the thing. They had great role players That's and they right. were deep one through eight through the bench. Yeah. Right. From the yeah. starting five to the third third and fourth guy on the bench. That's what wins you championships. You're seeing that with Denver right now, who's probably mm. gonna run with the championship, and the Heat have very good role players past their star player and Jimmy Butler. The good teams all have good role role players. Yeah. Golden State last year when they won the title. Mm-hmm. Clay you had Clay in, of course, um, Steph Curry, but great role players that coincided that whole team on the bench. Even their other good teams, too. Yeah. You got to yeah. be, it shows when you go front end, you know, like the Phoenix Suns, it doesn't pan out the majority of the time. Yeah. It, good point. That's a good, that's it doesn't a good pan one. out. And so, if you're Lakers, yeah. you really need to consider that. We need to bring either more role players in or we are going top heavy. And it's most likely LeBron's last year in purple and gold, unless they draft yeah. Bronny a year right. after his USC deal. Right. You know, I'm saying deal because he's going for NIL money to stay in oh, Southern course. Cal. So, <laughs> yeah. And maybe his last year, you got one more year with him, and then you got to realistically look at Anthony Davis. Is Anthony Davis the guy? He he had a decent postseason, you know. Defensively, he was great. He didn't get no, hurt. No, that was the biggest thing. <laughs> no, didn't get hurt, and he yeah. scored. He was dropping 30 and 40 bombs here and there, but then sure. there's other games where he only dropped 15. Yeah, But true. he was great yeah. defensively. So you got to kind of take the apples of the oranges when he's like, okay, he only scores 15 or 16. But he also had like four blocks and this and that. And he was a very good defensive rebounder and presence down low. I'm still on the team of go all in for Damian Lillard if you're the Los Angeles. Oh, I'd rather Lakers. have him. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Package Anthony Davis and maybe sign and trade with someone to go to Portland and bring Anthony, or excuse me, Damian Lillard before he goes to Boston. Yeah. You cannot let or him Philly. go to Boston. 
Yeah. Uh, Philly. I, I've been saying Philly for a while. I think him and Embiid would be a great I do too. one-two punch. I do Honestly, too. looking at the way the Miami Heat are constructed, if you can make a for trade, them. Yeah. a Duncan Robinson or Tyler Harrell package for Damian right. Lillard, Right, right. Damian Lillard and Jimmy Butler would be. Oh, that'd be filthy. Filthy together going yeah. forward. I'm just throwing yeah. that out there. I'm not that. There's no rumors about that or anything. But if you could package a deal for the Miami Heat for Damian Lillard for next season, and sign some yeah. role players to kind of keep that core constructed, Damian Lillard and Jimmy Butler would be a dirty duo, man. And they're all about winning. That's right. Damian Lillard's been in Portland, you know. Like I said, only good things in Portland: Voodoo <laughs> Donuts, Damian Lillard, no tax, no sales tax. <laughs> <laughs> get him out uh, of Miami. Or and the running, by the way. The, yeah, yeah. That's where the Nike headquarters is, you know. the. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But that's not in Portland. That's in um, where, uh, Beaverton. Beaverton. Yeah, Beaverton. Yeah, not even in Portland. Yeah. It's down the road. That's true. Very good point. But, Very good point. But Well, there's one but thing you didn't bring up, matter. though. He's Adidas. Nike doesn't even matter. David oh, Lewis that's Adidas. right. Wasn't Adidas' headquarters in uh, uh, Oregon as well or no? No, is that, is I, it? I don't even know where their headquarters is at, but I yeah, know I that up. Yeah. they're signing a lot of teams in the Northwest to make a big push out there. Mm. Like they, they have UW now. Yes, they do. They, their right. big staple up here on the West Coast is UW. Yes. And so, yes. They, and I mean, then, uh, UCLA, I think too. Well, they're going to the, but yeah, anyway, there's one I, thing you didn't bring up though. I mean, I got the Nike shirt on, oh, but I, know, I, I'm I wear Nike whatever's way, comfy bro. and looks good because I'm yeah. fat and out of shape now. <laughs> I got the dad bod going, so I got to wear whatever's comfortable, man. But there's Nike, one thing Adidas, Under Armour, it doesn't matter. Whatever's comfy. Yeah, oh, I agree. No, I totally agree. Um, but we 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 always talk about it, right? LeBron wants him. LeBron wants Kyrie. I mean, I, I you know, I I just think we, the GM. You know what I mean? Like they've done it before, and I think they'll do it again. Like LeBron's like, look, we got to win now. We need another All Star to take some load off me and AD. Obviously, like you said, bring back Reeves and Achimura and some great role players, but. I think LeBron will go into that office and say, please, like, I'm not, you know, again, you're the GM. I get it, but I really want Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a big factor, too. And LaFossil, before he turns into a GM this offseason, needs to talk to Rob Polinka Polinka and go, what are you thinking? I want Kyrie here. Yeah. What does it take? And that's where Rob Polinka puts the GM cap on. He goes, all right, LeGM, listen here. (laughs) Listen, LeBron. Yeah. I need you and Davis to take a pay cut to be realistically to bring some role players in. Right. And bring Kyrie in. And I yeah, because Kyrie, Kyrie to might be not take a pay too. cut. Yeah. That's, and that's he true. may not. He yeah. may not. Yeah. So if you're Polinka, you sit down with him and Davis and say, Would you guys restructure contracts so I can sign your role players like Reeves and Hachimura and Walker and even maybe Delo? You know, yeah. these guys that we traded for. Because they were a very good team after the trade deadline. They're the one yeah. of the best teams, second best team, I think it was. After the All Star break, before statistically, the Sixers, yeah. mm-hmm. before the Sixers, so yeah, yeah, you look at that and you go, you have a good team. If you can keep that team together for eighty-two games and yeah. coast through, and maybe maybe get a top, maybe be a top seed, why not? You you got knocked out by the Nuggets, who are probably going to win the finals. So I don't see why why you want to just bring that whole group back together. Yeah, yeah, maybe right, test yeah. a little bit of free agency, but see, like. You know, they you you they were a solid squad. Why why wouldn't yeah. you want to be back together? Yeah, that's why true. wouldn't like, you? They why had they shooting. They were Kyrie. good defensively. Yeah. Davis stayed healthy. That takes a little bit of load off Davis and LeBron because Davis doesn't get any younger. I mean, he's only yeah. 30, 31 going to this next season, but he's not getting any younger. You got to have some yeah. young bucks that can that can kind of take the load off when they need some rest, whether it's on a road stretch and they need to play about thirty minutes instead of forty. You know, stuff right. like that. Right, I hear what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, if you're Palenka, yeah. you sit down with LeBron and AD and you go, hey. You guys up for restructuring your contract. 
I can really realistically go after Kyrie. I can sign these role players, and we can make right. one more title run. Because we know you're going to want to play with Bronny wherever he goes next year. That's probably going to be a very, very, very bad team. Yeah. In a, in a lottery pick, however Bronny does in his first year at USC, you, this really is your last shot to win a title. I agree. What's more important? Last shot. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. That's why I'm saying. I mean, I and just think West LeBron no knows so that's that. Not, that's not even guaranteed. That's yeah. just showing that post All Star, post All yeah, post All Star break, Polinka is GM of the year for what he did at the All Star break. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, so, he did a great job. Yeah. Did a great job. But it it showed that people were like, oh, is it Polinka's problem? Was it the Magic who brought guys in? This and that. Well, Polinka just showed what he can construct when no one else's hands are in it. I agree. At a trade yeah. deadline, so. And he made it work, and he's got a Man. lot of cap to play with, but you yeah. got a lot of players you got to bring back. So that's my take with that. I, I and I like Kyrie, but he's just becoming more of a headache, you know. Oh, I know. Than, yeah. Than the talents even worth. I mean, Denver, not Denver. Excuse me. Dallas went all in with him, and it, it flopped. Flop, big time. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. And now it actually looks yeah. better. Luca, like, wait, can is this even a realistic destination for players? Because Luca couldn't win with Kyrie. I know, or or Porzingis, or Jalen Brunson. Oh, yeah, I but agree Brunson with that. Walked. I agree. Brunson, Brunson left, and they threw him some money at him, but he walked. He went to New York. Mm-hmm. Someone that like his dad had ties to the Knicks or something. Yeah, like that they paid him a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I still believe in Kyrie's skill. I I think LeBron again is that one guy where he wasn't a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? I mean, he was towards the end where he wanted to get traded, but. We'll see, man. We'll see. I think the I think the Kyrie situation is really going to be interesting because he's got he's got he's too good to not be in the league. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Like if I'm Dallas, there's no way I'm bringing him back just because of what happened. Like they just fell apart. You know? So, so I'm just laughing because I'm just like, Dwight Howard's calling from Taiwan. Hey, they'll love you here. They Dylan Brooks care. from China. They'll love you here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they would, no doubt, no doubt. So, um, I think that's it for the NBA, man. But uh, I wanted to one NFL topic. Okay. Where do you think DeAndre Hopkins goes? Ooh, that's a tough one. A lot of people are saying the Patriots. You know, he he had a he had a um an Instagram live or an Instagram story. He's in the gym, and you know the NFL Network always replays the Super Bowls. They were replaying the ten to three Super Bowl against the Rams. But you know that was an interest. That was interesting. I don't know. I mean, you know, Brady's not the quarterback anymore, but. Are the Patriots in contact with them? I don't know. But the Patriots need a number one. You never know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Well, they need a number one. Because yeah. Mac Jones hasn't really had any legitimate options to throw to. Mm-hmm. Juju's not no. the guy. No. Juju's not the guy. He's not so a number one. No. He's not He's yeah. he's not a number one. Thank you. He looked great in KC last year. Yeah. Had a couple guys and had Patrick yeah. Mahomes throw to him. Right. Exactly. Right. He's not a number one, though. I think the Patriots were just scraping. It's just like, you got to do something. But I don't think Hopkins is going to go to... Because New England's in this weird, like, are we rebuilding or do we, are we mm. good enough or do we need to kind of like the whole Boston Celtics situation? Another Foxborough, here you go, another another New England Boston team. Do we just, yeah. you know, destroy it and move on or do we keep what we got going? You know, because right. Hopkins isn't going to want to go to a team that's rebuilding, right? He's going to want to, he's going to want to go to a contender or at least a team that's contending. Yeah. I, I like the Patriots. I don't think. I don't think they're going to land him realistically. Okay. Don't I don't know if there's anything to talk about, but don't sleep on the Miami Dolphins Ooh, adding more okay. weapons for Tua. Ooh, that'd be a good one. That'd be a, that'd be a good one. I, th- I think the Bills are going to win. Not realistically, but I think the Bills are going to win the AFC East, but it's going to be agree. close. The Jets are going to be right there nipping at their heels, and so are the Dolphins. Dolphins were yeah. scary and legitimate team to push for the, the AFC East crowd. When Tua was healthy. When yeah. Tua was yeah. healthy. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. you can bring him in. 
along with Ty- Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Woo. And Jalen Waddle. Oh, Jesus Christmas. Yeah, that, that's a good that's a good trio for Tua right there. But then again, it all relies on Tua's health. I don't yeah. think he'll go to KC. I don't think he wants to be that's what I was as thinking. a ring chaser. Oh, I, I don't think KC. Yeah, he would be a ring chaser, though, um, if he did. I, I just people, see it happening. I don't know why. I see it happening. I don't know. Oh. I mean, you can't. Well, the Rams have no cap space. It, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Do you? Yeah, where's he going to go? Do right? you, like, does yeah. Detroit make a run for him? Being mm. where they were sitting at, knowing that the NFC North is wide open. Do right. you go all in? I don't know. The cap space. The Ravens, maybe? Ravens, you think? Maybe? Yeah. Uh, Ra- depending on their cap space, why wouldn't you with Lamar Jackson and OBJ, right? Yeah. It's not OBJ of 2014 through 2016. But he would know, definitely be the number one guy. Win. I think he wants to go somewhere where he's going to be the number one guy. You know what I mean? And, and I think if, if that, if Patrick Mahomes comes calling, you know, that's, not, that's hard to say no, but I do agree with you that he'll, he's going to be looked at as like, oh, he's, you know, he's chasing a ring, you know? Yeah. Which I, it's still KC. So they're not quite the villains yet. Yeah. But they can turn into the villains of like the New England Patriots of the last sure. two decades if they start bringing players in and then just keep winning. Right. So I, 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 well, it's I, tough, said, right? I said, don't sleep on the Dolphins, but. I mean, the Bills are a good team, too. And he's not, like, giving any hints. He's like, I'm going to test it. I'm going to see yeah. what team is best option for me. I mean, maybe Seattle throws money at him to really bring a receiving core in with, for Geno Smith with and, um, Jackson Jigga Smith and then DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Why yeah. wouldn't you maybe go all in with a fourth receiver for oh, Geno? Just because yeah. that, that NFC West is kind of dependent. I think people have kind of forgotten how good he is, man. D- D-Hop is, is like, I, he's I, incredible. Until he... Had that that Houston stint, and then he got hurt and his suspension. Yeah. He oh, was. Suspension, I, I thought he yeah. was the best player, best receiver. I did in the too. League. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I did too. And the people are saying the the Cleveland connection. I mean, there's so many rumors oh, saying like this Sean, and that, yeah. but yeah. it's it's one of those. I think it's wide open, but I re- I think it's a team with a young quarterback who already has some established receiving core. Right. That's gonna but that's still gonna be the number happen. one guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, the number okay. one guy. Don't sleep on the Jets. Oh man. Oh, Why not? God. Yeah, I mean, if if they can afford it, yeah, for sure. I just agree. don't make it. <laughs> I just don't want the Jets to turn out. Say they go for like Rodgers. They got Rodgers, right? Yeah. But then like they go after say D Hop, and they have all these guys that have good talent. But then they turn into like the Namdi Asamoa, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, that God. just went. No oh, one remembers God. Namdi Asamoa. I mean, football yeah. fans that know football do. You know, people that know we football. We remember him, but yeah. not the not that not the casual fan. No, like, no, wait, no. Nobby Awesome was who's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he was a great corner for the Raiders. Then he went to to Philly and just disappeared. He was horrible. Yeah, never yeah. heard of. So, oh boy, I don't know. I, it's a weird one. Um, does Dallas throw money at him? Dallas, yeah. It just all depends cap space and if you're a contender because there there are some contenders that do have cap space, but then there are some young up and coming teams that are nitty gritty. Say like the Detroit right. Lions, and if they have the space, I don't that see Lions, why. You, that's interesting. I don't see why why you wouldn't throw money if you're the Detroit Lions. You have a wide open division mm-hmm. with with um, Rogers leaving. People mm-hmm. are going to think the Vikings. Um, well, the Vikings have been choking the last couple of years. So yeah, Kirk Cousins. The Lions, the Lions are right there, and you bring a number one in for Goff when he had some number one, not number one guys, when he had some good good weapons like he did in L.A. Yeah, watch out. So yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know how to answer your question. I. I I turned my light off on accident. One of my lights. Um, do you want me to pick now? I rambled a lot. I wrote a lot of teams. DeAndre, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, pick lot. one team. I rambled a lot about teams that could use him. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be Buffalo Bill. Oh man, 
Oh man, him and him and oh, that 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 would be so dirty. Oh man. Okay. I know, and I All rambled right. a lot. I rambled a lot right before making that pick. Yeah. I said the Dolphins would be legit. The Ravens are a good option. The Browns are thrown into it, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't sleep on maybe the Chargers just because they're in LA now and Herbert's Ooh, a legitimate okay. quarterback. Yeah. But I think Buffalo is going to show, okay, we, our window's closing and they're realizing it. Not like closing for yeah. good, but to be like considered contenders and number one guys, even though you got Josh Allen, you're going to lose some guys in free agency and guys are getting old and you got to start paying some guys here soon. Time and is now. Your window's yeah. closing. Time is now. So yeah. I think I like Buffalo that. will, will put, throw the most money and be the, the legitimate landing spot for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I just, my gut is telling me the Chiefs. I don't know why. I mean, I guess maybe it's just because they don't have a number one guy and, and, you know, D Hop wants to win. I think you made a great point saying that he wants to go to a contender, but oh, man, that would, that, that'd be unfair. That just would be unfair. Mahomes and Dondre, Andre Hopkins. That, I mean, if, if, if Deshaun Watson can do what he did with him and then a little bit of Kyler Murray, man, imagine what Patrick Mahomes can do with him. So, right. uh, I, I think like, <laughs> Remember when David Stern nixed that uh, Chris Paul trade to the Lakers? I think I think Roger Goodell might nix that trade as well because it just would be unfair with Kelsey and then him. Like Jesus Christmas! I mean that would. But they released be... him, didn't? Did the Cardinals release him? They did. Yeah. So he's free agent. He he's a free agent. He wants. Yep. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, oh man, that, that, that's that's going to be unfair. But uh, all right, so you have the Bills. I, I'll go with the Chiefs. All right, we'll see, man. After my we'll ten see. minute ramble about all these teams, I can use them. <laughs> yes. I think the Buffalo Bills will land DeAndre Hopkins. All right, all right. Uh, I don't have anything else on the rundown, man. Do you got anything else you want to talk about? I guess Monty Williams just agreed to be the Pistons coach, so good for him. That's good he got another job. I mean, we said he would, right? And the Pistons need him. That's for damn sure. They need him, and I, there's going to be more flexibility. They're not winning now, but, hey, he's shown he can he can flip a – not flip a franchise, but he can go and turn a franchise around yeah. for the better. Like the Phoenix was on the rise, but when he went there after being assistant – Yeah, he turns Philly, teams around. Yeah, he, turned, right. he turned the team around. So I don't see – why he wouldn't be successful in Detroit. I think they just need to get Cade Cunningham on some track to, and some help yeah, and yeah. go from there. Really? Okay. It. And then, uh, my final point too, man. Th- yeah. I, I don't like those, uh, those city connect uniforms. I, I I'm not about them. I, I just, the PNW I like, but that patch, the PNW patch, but they haven't really worn them a lot. Have they? The, the Mariners? No, they've worn them a couple of times, but I don't know. I haven't I'm looked you. at, I've been so busy, dude, with like prepping for the baby boy and all that. Sure, I haven't been sure. able to. I haven't been able to um really pay attention much to the Mariners. I've been following like on Statcast and all that, but yeah, but I haven't. I I don't know what days they really wear them. I I've noticed it's been on Fridays uh, a lot. Okay. They relaunched it on on the fifth. I believe it was May fifth. They launched yeah. them, and that was a Friday. Cinco de Mayo was a Friday. Yes, it was. I think yeah. they wore them last Friday. So I don't know if it's their new Friday uni or not. And they're right, pushing the right. emeralds to just like because it's one of their main jerseys now. Those. Those emerald, the Northwest Evergreen, whatever they want to call it, right? Yeah. Um, just to be in a regular jersey, which the pitcher picks what you wear. So, oh, really? That's the, oh, yeah. Really? That, that's, that's, that. that's kind of, that's usually how it is. Like when, when I played the pitcher picked what uniform you wore oh, wow. on the road or away. That's yeah, I didn't know picked. that. That's crazy. Yeah, pitcher picked. So, okay. um, yeah, the pitcher picked for the day. And so, at least for me, and I know that happens a lot in, 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 um, clubhouses. Mm-hmm. Around they were the the starting pitcher picks what you wear that day. Do you remember usually. that story? Do you remember when Chris Sale ripped up the jerseys because he didn't? Is that is that what happened? So the pitcher picks and or I don't know what happened. Like they were the Red Sox were wearing these these uniforms he hated. So or no, it wasn't the Red Sox. It was the uh, the White Sox. And uh, he didn't like those throwbacks they were wearing. So he like took a scissor to him and he just ripped them up. And then, like a couple weeks later, they traded him to the Red Sox. But uh, yeah, okay, I got you. 
I think that's more oh, of a, a stunt to get him traded out of Chicago. But, Probably, yeah. But no, you know, when they're like, no, these are our Friday or Sunday uniforms. Like, Sundays right. are the old school cream colored, and then yeah. Fridays were the green. So I, I don't, I don't know exactly know when they're wearing them, but I told you, dude, and there's a lot of mixed emotions. I, I seen on social media when we posted it, guys, they didn't like them. I just don't like them. I just think they could have, there were, there was a lot of points and they missed it, right? I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to the black. Just, mm-hmm. it just almost, it just looked like a little league uniform. You know yeah. what I mean? It's I mean just it like, wasn't from a good era, you know? I mean, great history. Like I, I get like what they did, like the, the steelheads and, and the throwback and the pilots and all this, but it's just mm-hmm. like, the Reds yeah. look fucking sick. Yeah, those are the nice. The Red City Connects look yes. sick, dude. Yeah. I, people are like, oh, black. I'm like, no, those look sick. Those are dope. Yeah, I like those, those ones. Those look dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, you could have done that with the Mariners with like, with like that, that blue, you know, or right, just anything, right. anything, but just the way they did. The yeah. concept was just, it was just a swing and a miss. And well, well, I'm not buying it. I mean, I'll probably buy the hat. I think the hat looks the hat's cool. I like the yeah, hat. I like the hat. But, yeah. I like you know, the hat. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I've seen them more them on Fridays, majority of the time. And I watch like, okay. re- excuse me. Oh, whew. excuse me. Recap or highlights. And so, okay. All right. But, All right, man. Well, I think I, that's, I think that's it. it. I think that's yeah. it. You want to do a hot take or are we good? I think the only hot take would be, I, you know, my hot take stick. actually, my hot take was going to be, I mean, I, I brought it up. So it's my fault, but my hot take was going to be DeAndre to the Chiefs. Which I guess okay. really isn't a hot take, but you know, I mean, it's not. It wouldn't be like a shocking scenario. But uh, no, no hot takes for me this week, man. I'm, I'm out of them for for now. Oh, and did you see the Kraken got the number voted number one broadcast for hockey? Oh, really? On Sports. I saw that today. Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. Heard that on Jake, uh, Jake and Stacy. Bump and Stacy has been Jake Stacey, and Stacy yeah. for a year. Uh, Bump and Stacy saying, uh, yeah, the Kraken got the number one. Okay. Uh. Voted number one now, for is the that, best is that broadcast. throughout the, the whole league? Yeah, the NHL, whole, yeah. Oh, they're voted okay, number wow. one for their broadcast. That's great. So, yeah. There you go. All and right. Clap for the season and, and firm, yeah. firm handshakes of that broadcasting crew to making it happen. Yes, yes. Bringing yes. out good we, content. We know, we know, I mean, we know how hard that is sometimes, man. It's not easy to do that. Well, not me anymore. They fired me, but you, yeah. you <laughs> know firsthand still about broadcasting and all that. Yeah, that's true. All right. All right, man. Well, it's been a good show. Uh, you guys, of course, can follow us. On everything, man. SoundCloud, everything but Twitter. On uh, we we you know we joke about that, but <laughs> and I'm trying to get Mason back on to explain it a little more. But yeah, he's busy being a dad. I'll know here soon enough. Yeah, in three so, weeks, right? So yeah, 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 just about, just about. So yes. Yeah. Oh man, I'm little so excited. I mean, I'm excited. He'll be sitting here with us, but you got to come right. over, man, for the yeah for the Nuggets game this week. Nuggets, yes, I will. But next it's week, uh, no Saturday, doubt. right? Uh, the first game is tomorrow. Then the second is Sunday. Come over but, Sunday. Uh, all right, yeah. Tomorrow Sunday, we'll watch it. Bring the, bring the. Oh, actually, no, on. I'm going to be with my girl Sunday, but next <sighs> week, next week I will definitely come over. I will definitely right, come over. Okay, I promise. Done. Done. <laughs> right? done. Well, hopefully, maybe hopefully we'll watch them raise the trophy. That would be great. Right. You know, I'll be crying. So. Dumb and sweet. You know, I hope so, man. I, I really hope so. I hope so. So we'll see, man. I'm excited for that. The finals. So guys, enjoy the finals. Enjoy all the other sports going on. Of course, you can find us on SoundCloud, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and uh... I lied. I lied. One more thing. One oh, more what, thing. What, what, we got to end on. We got to end on. I brought it up last week. I want to hit it to you again. Oh, okay. Denver Nuggets number oh. fifteen. You have yeah. Carmelo, number nine. I think scoring all time. Yep. Three time Olympic gold medalist. He really brought the the franchise in the right direction. Right, been the number three overall pick. Just ran into the Kobe Bryant Lakers and a bunch of good teams. From the West during that era, like the Spurs and even you know, Dallas during that era and mm, the Lakers. The Jazz, all them. Yeah. He goes to the Knicks, didn't pan out being the New York guy, right? 
Yeah. On the other hand, you have yeah. You see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you the have Jersey retirement. So here's my thing: because you have Jokic wearing number 15 now as well. If you're the Denver Nuggets, who do you retire? I guess let me rephrase this: as a Nuggets fan, who should the Denver Nuggets retire for number 15? Nikolai Jokic or Carmelo Anthony or third option? Do they retire both? But if Jokic wins a title, because it's it's looking realistic this year and moving on. You retire him first, and then, like, honorable mention Carmelo as, like, a double retirement later on, like, saying, like, his era of the jersey, like, those powder blues, and then the, oh, the style right. of jersey with Jokic now. Like, what what do you think about that? I think that's what they're going to eventually do. I think Jokic will be first, especially if he wins the title. Um, the relationship between Denver and Carmelo hasn't always been great, you know. Um, the way it ended wasn't great. I think they're going to have to rebuild a relationship. But I think eventually both of those numbers will be retired. One in the powder blue and then the other in the white, red, and um and navy blue. But man, it's something about that fifteen in Denver, isn't it? I mean, whoever wears right. that number seems like is is the star of the team. So uh Or yeah, does but, Atlanta retire Carmelo uh, Anthony for his like yeah. seven day stint? Right, right. With no, no, no. <laughs> you know, and and when you talk about the Knicks I think the allure of the Knicks, the fact that he was a superstar player and chose to go to the Knicks, that's why a lot of Knicks fans love him so much because besides Amari Stoudemire, there's no other like, you know, and Amari Stoudemire was okay. He was a great player, but he wasn't LeBron. He wasn't Dwayne Wade. He wasn't Chris Bosh. He wasn't one of these free agents, Kevin Durant, Kyrie. He wasn't one of those guys that was a star player that chose to, you know, sack up and play for the Knicks, right? So, that's why I think Carmelo is so loved in New York, but he only won one playoff series. Like, I, I just don't yeah. think you, you know, if you're the Knicks, you got guys up there like Earl the Pearl Monroe and Willis Reed and Patrick Ewing. I know Patrick Ewing never won a title either, but Alan Houston, like, he'll, his number will eventually get retired, but that, to get your number retired by the Knicks, that, that's an honor that, that you have to win a championship or at least get close. Carmelo never got close. So. Stephon Marbury. Now I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Nate Robinson. <laughs> right, right, right. So no, I I think the Denver I think Denver eventually will. I don't think New York should, but uh, that's going to be cool just seeing the two different style jerseys up there when it's all said and done. And I like think, Kobe yeah. had both his numbers retired, but yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Co- that's Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's that's right, Kobe right. Bryant. Like he's a god, pretty much. And in Legoland, man, he's a rest, god. Rest yeah. in peace. You know, yes, we miss you, but man, he was something else, man. Mama absolutely. Mentality. Yeah, Mom mentality. I need to impact. I need to incorporate that in my house more, especially me and Turley, right? But no, <laughs> all jokes aside. So you're saying you're saying Denver should retire. It'll Jokic eventually before. happen. Yeah, Jokic before no, Melo. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you on it. So. I'm with you on it. I don't think you can jump one if if one wins the title in oh, the sense no. of Jokic. If Jokic wins it, you retire his number later on when he's when it's all said and done first. And then if that relationship is better with Melo, then you say, hey. We would actually really like to retire your number. Jokic is cool with it. You yeah, know, well, he will thing, be. All that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give you the powder blue retirement. We're going to give him the new modern, like you said, white, yeah. navy, blue, and red. Jersey. I like that. I like that idea. I think that's a unique idea, too. It's never had, it's never been done before. I think that's unique, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that's it. That's it officially now. So, Spotify, yeah, there you go. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, YouTube Shorts, not Twitter. Yeah, everything, everything <laughs> besides Twitter, but that's okay. We'll get it. We'll get it working eventually. But uh, Elon, all right, guys, I'm calling you firsthand. Elon. Yeah, you better we get need Elon's help. We need Elon's help. All right, man. Well, hopefully, uh, of course, the baby's coming in three weeks, but uh, we'll talk about that more when it 
when it gets closer. Uh, and we appreciate you, uh, guys. We appreciate your listenership, your viewership as well. We will see you guys next week. Enjoy the finals and everything else. Peace. Later.